Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talking UFC 297 as we walk, amble, sprint towards UFC 300, which is um, oh, it's not far away. And the hype before then will be real. A middleweight main event this weekend. Sean Strickland, dear friend of ours, Sean Strickland, taking on uh, Durkis Duplessis. Fascinating, fascinating fight. To talk about it now with us, we've got Dom Cronetti. He is everything combat sports UFC for SEN 1170, SENQ across the ditch. Dom, uh, morning to you, Arvo, to us. How are you going, brother? Good, man. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. And, uh, great intro because UFC 300 really is just like the biggest event to happen in about six years in the UFC, I think. Oh, truly. It's, it's going to get a lot of, um, I guess, casual sports fans and a lot of main, mainstream sport attention, I promise you that, because they'll lay it on thick, and uh, I guess they just need to get the card right, which I'm sure you've got opinions on, so maybe we'll get to that to end. Um, but it's all about 297 this weekend, and Sean Strickland, well, he's a man that you've had a little bit of interaction with. You <laughs> saw him in, in, in the flesh. <laughs> he gave you a, a quite a compliment, really, Dom, and, and now he's defending his belt against another really interesting character in Duplessis. So set this up for us. So, yeah, Sean Strickland, uh, someone who I have a very, very big soft spot for, obviously. Uh, I can't really say what he uh, called me on air because we'd probably get taken off the air within seconds. But it was a very nice compliment uh, after he beat uh, Israel Adesanya at UFC 293. But, look, Sean Strickland, I think, arguably the most popular UFC fighter at the moment, whether you like him or hate him and, a lot of people love him at the moment, especially that uh, redneck American style of uh, UFC fan. They absolutely love him. But this fight is just going to be, I think, one of the fights of the year because Strickland is unhinged. He's admitted it. And Drickus Duplessis knows he's unhinged and has gotten the better of Strickland already in the build-up side. So I can't wait for this fight. So what about their styles? Because mentally they're both questionable characters, but their styles as fighters, how does that come together when they get into the octagon? Well, you see, Sean Strickland has said plenty of times his style of fighting is not getting hit, and he is an absolute elite on, on when he's boxing other UFC opponents. He's seen him almost knock out Israel Adesanya in their title fight, but then you go against someone like Drickus Duplessis, who's... You know, very well-versed in all skills, but he's an elite knockout artist. He's seen it against Rob Whitaker. So a bit of a style clash here. I think Drickus does have a bit of an upper hand in that sense that he can do a little bit more than Sean Strickland, but Strickland's win against Adesanya being so dominant would give him the slight advantage. But styles-wise, this is this is almost perfect for, for a casual UFC fan. 
Is this the first time he has fought since Adesanya? And what's he been doing? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Um, yes, yeah, the first time he's fought since then, so I think it's been about five months. Uh, it's been his first title defense. Sean Strickland's just been doing the podcast, Brian. He did a podcast <laughs> with comedian Theo Vaughn and surprisingly started crying in the middle of the podcast because he brought up some of the childhood trauma that he went through with his dad. And um, yeah, he's been very vocal about that. But yeah, he's just been he's been hanging around the UFC uh, Performance Institute in Las Vegas. He's been at Supercross events and he's just doing everything that every redneck American dreams of, really. Right, so he's just been doing the circuit. Um, what else do we have on this card then? Pennington versus Bueno Silva, women's bantamweight. Um, yeah, I guess, well, they, they've both got some scalps on their record, don't they? So what do you make of this? Look, if I'm being completely honest, as a, as a big UFC fan, this card, besides the main event, really does, you know, fail to meet expectations of the UFC pay-per-view. But this co-main event should be good. Obviously, it's the... Uh, for the vacant women's bantamweight belt, which was vacated by Amanda Nunes. So Raquel Pennington, she's won her last five, but when they go against, when she's gone against bigger names, she's uh, the Holly Holmes and Amanda Nunes. She's failed to get a win there, whereas you got Myra Buena-Silva, five and two in the UFC, and she's won three of her last fights via submission. So it'd be an interesting fight and a new era for women's combat in the UFC without Amanda Nunes. Uh, yeah, that's right. So they need a new superstar, really, don't they? Um, as as you mentioned, it, it's a, maybe a little bit underwhelming from there, though, but there must be another fight or a fighter you're excited to see that can move on to something bigger after this. Yeah, um, I, I like Mike Mike Mallott. He's fighting Neil Magny, I think, in the the last fight before the co-made event. He's got a 10-1 and pro record. He's undefeated in the UFC He's going against uh, veteran Neil Magny, who's ranked 13. So with a win here for Mike Mallott, probably could shoot him up into the top 15. So he's an interesting prospect to watch in the welterweight division. But if there's one side story that could come out of all this, there's a lot of reports that have surfaced in the last 24 hours that Israel Adesanya will be cage side for the fight and will likely face off against the winner, whether it be Drickus Duplessis or Sean Strickland. So I think that's probably the most interesting thing to come out of this uh, pay-per-view. Now, does does that mean, would there be a chance that that could shake down on UFC 300 or would it come up before then? I think that's the only reasonable plan at the moment because you look at all the fights that have been announced and the champions and besides Leon Edwards, the biggest champion or the biggest name that is available to fight and hasn't been booked up until UFC 300 is Israel Adesanya. So, I mean, Adesanya Strickland rematch would be a mega fight. Strickland Duplessis, we know they they hate each other, to be honest, and they never got to fight because, unfortunately, Izzy dropped the belt to Strickland. So, either way, this is a really fun matchup. And look, this is the first middleweight title fight in six years that hasn't involved Israel Adesanya. So, I I can see this happening at UFC 300 for sure. Yeah, one thing the UFC does do is that gives their champions chances, doesn't it? Like, I've always yeah. admired that, to be honest. It's not like they never will just be done with a champ. And even the gloss might come slightly off. But by the time that you go through a whole fight build up, a whole fight week, by the time you get in there and it's it's go time, it's all on and, and everybody would love to see that fight. I agree. Uh, is there anything else for UFC 300 you can see? that is pretty much a lock, or is there a fighter that you know that they will be desperate to get on? They, they were very vocal behind the scenes and publicly about getting Conor McGregor on UFC 300. There's no, there's no ifs or buts about it. But McGregor just, I think, 
is, is all, in all fairness, going to lose to Michael Chandler. So that wouldn't be a good... Uh, it wouldn't look good for the company, for their megastar, to lose what would be his third or fourth fight in a row. At this point, I think Tom Aspinall, the interim heavyweight champion, would be all that's set to fight at UFC 300 because they'll probably do three title fights. So that third title fight will more than likely be an Adesanya versus the winner of this fight this weekend, I think, is would be my confident prediction for UFC 300. Yeah. Yeah, uh, good thoughts, Tom. Awesome, man. Well, uh, enjoy this weekend. Uh, good luck to your boy, Sean Strickland. I'd <laughs> if anybody wants to know what he said to Dom, just go to Dom's Twitter. Go to Dom's Twitter, yeah. and he is, he's unsurprisingly pinned it there. And I've just got an ad for it on ESPN now. Uh, there you go. So that's perfect, Dom. Great to chat, man. You know your stuff. It's awesome. Thank you very much. Have a good day, mate.